Some areas of our country are doing very well, others are doing less well. It will probably, unfortunately, get worse before it gets better. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. We can no longer, from today onwards, be proud. We can no longer sit back and remain silent on the senseless, unlawful killings, sly racism of another human being based only on what? Their skin colour. We are worried that um, the Chinese Communist Party make use of the evil law to further suppress Hong Kong people. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet, you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? Hi everyone and welcome to Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter, your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days, all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. We have not seen any reaction from the Iranian officials after Israeli foreign minister on Friday night accused Tehran of being behind uh, this attack in the Gulf of Oman. Uh, the region has seen uh, a- a- attacks against ships, maritime attacks, since 2019. But uh, most of them, usually they did not result in casualties. This is the first time that we see two crew members, one a British national, another one a Romanian national, uh, have been killed. Israel has accused Iran of being behind an attack on an oil tanker in which two crew members, a British national and a Romanian citizen, were killed. There have been several attacks in recent months on both Israeli and Iranian-operated vessels, with each country's trading accusations and denials to the other. This attack marks a significant escalation with its human casualties. The incident appears to be a serious escalation in tensions in the region, and some reports suggest that a drone was involved. A spokesperson for the UK government said it was trying to urgently establish the facts. The MV Mercer Street, operated by the London-based company Zodiac Maritime, was on Oman's coast in the Arabian Sea when the incident occurred on Thursday. The company, which belongs to Israeli shipping magnate Evel Offer, said it was working to establish what had happened. On Friday, Israeli Foreign Minister Yeh Lapid blamed Iranian terrorism However, details of the attack on the Liberian flag Japanese-owned tanker remain unclear. Iran has not yet commented on the allegations. The company added that the vessel was now sailing under the control of her crew and heading to a safe location with a US naval escort. The US State Department said it was deeply concerned by the reports and was monitoring the situation closely. The UK has also said that it will be keeping a close eye on the events. It's important that Britain, with its connections to Oman, its uh, own security interests, its strategic interests uh, in the Middle East, takes a lead on how we move forward on this. You know, the wider discussions of of what is your strategy to do with Iran, and then separate, the more operational challenge of actually keeping international shipping safe. A number of previous incidents have been reported on both Israeli and Iranian-owned ships in the area. Vessels have been damaged in these incidents, but casualties are rare. And next. (laughs) 
this is an, a long-running battle. There's a federal law that says the House Ways and Means Committee, when it's looking at whether to change the tax laws, can ask the Treasury to give them individual tax returns. They have to keep them secret. Uh, but the Treasury Department and the Trump administration said, no, we're not going to do this. There was a request from House Ways and Means, and they said, we're not going to do this because you don't have a legitimate reason to see this. The U.S. Justice Department has ordered the IRS to hand over former President Donald Trump's tax returns to Congress. The move reverses a 2019 finding that the request from the House of Representatives Ways and Means Committee was disingenuous. During the Trump era, the Justice Department refused to force the President to hand his tax returns over. Although not required by law, every US President since 1976, except Mr Trump, has released their tax returns. Trump argued that the Democrat-controlled House of Representatives was seeking them for political gain. When he was President, Trump also repeatedly said he was under audit by the IRS and so could not release his tax returns although the IRS has said an audit would not stop the release of the information. Donald Trump is yet to publicly comment on the latest developments, although he still has ways to try to fight the ruling in court. Republicans on Capitol Hill denounced the decision, describing it as politically motivated. The law says if they ask for it, they get it. And so the Office of Legal Counsel concludes here, I'll read this to you, we conclude Treasury must furnish the information. So that they're saying to the Treasury Department, you have to give Congress Donald Trump's tax returns. In February, Trump was ordered by the U.S. Supreme Court to hand over his tax returns and other financial records to prosecutors in New York. The decision was a blow to Trump, who had been in legal battle to protect his records from a grand jury. Among those people who praised the decision was House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, a Democrat, who said the American people deserve to know the facts of his troubling conflicts and undermining of our security and democracy as president. And finally. Thousands of firefighters are battling wildfires in villages and resorts on Turkey's Mediterranean and Aegean coasts. Four people have died and dozens have been taken to hospital. Homes have been burned down and people have been forced to flee villages and beach resorts. At least four people have been killed, including an 82-year-old man and a married couple. A volunteer firefighter who was taking drinking water to his colleagues was involved in a motorcycle crash and died in the fire. More than 50 others have been taken to hospital. Some of the wildfires broke out amid strong winds and scorching heat. While dozens of fires have now been brought under control, firefighters are continuing to work in 14 locations across six provinces. Azerbaijan has announced that it is sending hundreds of emergency responders to help with the effort, alongside helicopters and specialist equipment. Russia and Ukraine have also sent planes to help tackle the fires from the skies, with neighbouring Greece offering its assistance. An investigation has been launched to determine if some of the fires were a result of arson. During a visit to Manavgat, Turkey's agricultural minister, Bakir Pakdemirli, said 
bringing the fires under control might take time. So, you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search Where We Are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first.